This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Welcome again to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. I'm the founder and president of Compass Retirement Advisors, and our firm, our purpose is to help retirees and pre-retirees plan and prepare their financial portfolios for the challenges ahead. Uh, today, we begin uh, a series that will dive into the current state of the American financial system, and we've uh, been looking forward to this uh, series beginning here for the last several weeks. You know, how stressed really is the U.S. financial system? What are the causes? What are the likely outcomes if Congress just continues to ignore the realities that we face? And if they choose to act, what might be some of the things that Congress comes up with as you know, possible solutions? And as a retiree, what can you do to navigate you know, through these changes that it's likely you know, Congress will bring our way through changes in, in tax policy? If I were to sum up our topic today in, in just a few words, those words would be tax rate risk. This is going to be a series about what I see as one of the most overlooked areas of retirement planning, and I don't hear um, people talking about it too much, and that is tax rate risk and how we need to take that into account as we uh, look at putting together our retirement portfolios. Well, with me again today is uh, my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, we've mentioned this several times over prior shows that this series was coming, and here we are. We're ready to take a look at the current state of the U.S. economic condition. Uh, It can be a deep topic, but it is one that is of critical importance for all of our listeners. Well, yeah, and listen to that. The crowd's going wild. Yeah. (laughs) That's how important it is, Mike. It, it, re- uh, there, it really is. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, thanks for having me on the show. And uh, this does sound like a great one. And it's going to be a series uh, over the next uh, couple of weeks or so. And wow, uh, looking at the current uh, economic challenges in America and the American financial system, uh, this is good. It's going to be great to do a deep dive with you, Mike. And uh, again, it's great to be here. And, uh, you know, uh, I've had a great week. Uh, you've been busy as well, haven't you? It's it's really been busy. Uh, I don't know what happened in this last week, but it seems like uh, the phone's not stopped ringing and uh, emails keep coming. And we've been uh, pleasantly uh, very, very uh, active this last week. Right. Well, and I think that's great. And, you know, we're about to step into what I think for most people out there, Mike, should be a growing concern. I mean, the health of the U.S. financial system. Uh, And I'm sure our listeners know that all the promises made by our government, uh, promises like Social Security, Medicare, government pensions, and other social programs depend on the economic health and vitality of the country's finances. So uh, we are definitely concerned about that. But sometimes uh, we Americans don't connect uh, those things to our retirement accounts like IRAs, 401ks, 
and other tax, um, you know, type deferred accounts, retirement accounts like 403Bs, 457s. Uh, they are all tied into that, and uh, the government's uh, financial abilities really can affect all that, right? They sure can. You know, when we make contributions to those tax-deferred accounts, you know, we get the tax deduction at the rate that's in place today, not knowing what that rate might be when we take the funds out. And if we're not careful, if we're not planning correctly, we can wind up and pay a higher tax when we take the funds out than the deduction that we um, got up front. So yeah, Tony, the, the promises that the government's made to the American people over the decades, you know, since the Great Depression, really when entitlement programs uh, started, you know, those promises to the American people are only as good as the government's ability to pay. And according to many, and several that we're going to quote in these next few weeks, uh, the feeling is that the government's quickly reaching a point where it's going to be challenged like you know never before to keep those promises that have been made. Well, yeah, and you, you know what, Mike? I know that uh, our country's been through a lot, uh, especially over the past year, and the effects it's had on the U.S. economy, you know, things from, from COVID especially, that can be seen all around us. And the government has been responding with, you know, some stimulus packages. Uh, is the economic stress just a recent thing due to COVID? Or do you think this is something that has been building as well over the years? Well, that's that's a good, good question, Tony. You know, for many people, it might seem like, uh, you know, these stimulus packages are just uh, a new thing. But in, in fact, um, that's kind of the way Congress uh, has handled things over, over many years. And so it's not just a new thing uh, with COVID. You know, the, the fact is over the last several decades, the United States government has amassed a huge, huge debt. You know, we've not been on a pay-as-we-go plan. You know, the government, um, they're spending all of the tax revenues that they collect, and that's not enough. On top of that, they've been borrowing trillions of dollars a year to fund their expenditures, to fund the promises, and unfortunately, to fund just a lot of free giveaway programs. But as I've said, there are many people inside, you know, the Washington, D.C. Beltway on both sides of the aisle, both Republican and Democrats are starting to realize that the time is soon approaching where their lack of financial responsibility over the decades can change many things. And we're going to look at some of uh, those impacts, you know, throughout this series, and we're going to uh, eventually tie it all together for our listeners and uh, provide some uh, steps that they might consider, you know, employing in their retirement plan uh, to help them be prepared for this financial road uh, ahead. Well, I tell you, Mike, this sounds rather serious. Well, Tony, I think it's profoundly serious and it's why we spend so much um, time with our clients and in our practice looking at how taxes are going to impact that retirement income. But I want to say this, and I want our, our listeners to hear something very clearly. It is not our intent to scare anyone. Uh, the intent of Compass Retirement Advisors is to educate and inform our listeners. Uh, we want them to be knowledgeable about these issues that can impact their retirement income. 
we want them to consider the information and prepare accordingly. And that's the way they can best position uh, their, their retirement. You know, at the end of the day, I still believe there are enough level-headed, you know, people, you know, in Congress, in the government, that eventually they'll do the right things. They'll put the right um, formulas in place, and they'll get us back on a solid uh, financial economic foundation, one that's sustainable over many years, and ultimately will be fine. But that does not mean that there are going to be some very difficult choices for them to make uh, in, in the months and in the years coming. Tony, things are going to change, and we need to be prepared. Well, and I'm glad you said that. I mean, people who plan don't need to be afraid of the future. In fact, there's a, a famous quote I've heard, uh, the future belongs to those who prepare for it. Uh, I always like that. And, and that's what we're talking about in this series. And that's what you're getting at here, I believe, and taking an honest look at the current fiscal condition that our country is in and preparing for the eventual outcomes. And with that in mind, Mike, let's start painting a picture of what you and others see as the current state of U.S. finances. Well, let's start with uh, some background, and then we'll look at some uh, more specific numbers as, as we work through these uh, coming shows. You know, I want to remind our listeners along the way that we're going to be recommending some action steps, and they might want to consider, you know, having a pen and, and paper handy to take some notes. We're going to give out uh, some website addresses, uh, the names of uh, some books, and even um, uh, a DVD. Uh, there's been a movie made on this uh, debt topic, kind of a documentary. But let's begin by actually taking a look at what the current U.S. debt picture is. And we are going to cite several statistics and facts. Uh, a lot of these will come from the Peter G. Peterson Foundation. And our listeners can find uh, their information at pgpf.org. And we're also going to be citing uh, some of the work compiled by the former controller of the United States currency, the top CPA, the top financial auditor, you might say, of the federal government, and his name is, is David Walker. You know, everyone understands uh, that you can't spend more than you take in without eventually there being some consequences. And so that's what we're going to talk about, this debt issue. You know, as of the date of uh, Tony, you and I recording this show, the United States national debt is about $27.8 trillion. And Tony, that, ouch. Yeah, ouch. That's, I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's all, that's all I can say. I mean, it, it is, it is a, a serious, serious uh, situation that we face. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Tony, that's only part of the story. That's just the current budget deficit. That doesn't include the dollar value of all the promises the government has made to future recipients of Social Security and of um, you know, Medicare um, and government pensions. Um, let me put uh, a time frame kind of in, in perspective on this national debt. Tony, I was born in 1959, and way back in 1959, the U.S. national debt was only $285 billion. <laughs> Let's fast forward a little bit. In 2000, the debt was $5.6 trillion. 2018, 
$21.5 trillion. Tony, just in these last three years, we have added an additional $6.3 trillion to the 2018 total. And we're up to $27.8 trillion. And, uh, you know, the news at the time of our recording this is that Congress is getting ready to roll out another $1.9 trillion in spending. They don't have that sitting in the checking account. That's all going to be borrowed money. And uh, it's, it's been said by a, a lot of people that anytime the government decides to spend a dollar, they at the same time are making the decision to tax that away from the American public at some time in the future because the only thing the government has to spend are tax dollars they take in from us and the borrowed money. You know, they're not a business that actually makes a product that they can generate a profit from. They redistribute tax dollars that they take in and then they borrow, you know, on top of that. So, you know, we're talking about 27.8 trillion, but let's talk about just 1 trillion. What is 1 trillion? Well, it's, it's a big enough number that politicians are usually the only ones you hear talking about it. But you know, let me try and explain. So here we go. Tony, our country hasn't even existed for a trillion seconds. A trillion seconds ago was 31,688 years ago. Let's try and talk about this in, in $100 bills now. If we were to start stacking $100 bills, one trillion of those would be 631 miles high. So 27.8 trillion in, <laughs> in stacked $100 bills, Tony, that stack would be 17,541 miles high. Oh, That's almost enough to reach 70% of the way around the earth. So you know, if I just stand on my front porch and I think, okay, between my house and the road, if those were $100 bills and I start stacking them out there and, and they're, you know, closely bundled, to imagine that going beyond where I can see and just continuing and continuing and continuing oh. and going almost, you know, three-fourths the way around the world, that's what we're talking about when we talk about $27.8 trillion. Mike, you were explaining exactly what, a trillion was it's hard to it's hard for us to wrap our minds around a billion let alone a trillion and it just it, to get our heads around that large of a number how does a trillion dollars equate to we as americans well tony i'm glad you asked um because that's exactly why we're talking about this number a trillion and like we said earlier 27.8 we want our listeners to have uh, a proper perspective on just how big of a hole the out-of-control spending in Washington, D.C. has created over these last several decades. You know, as we said, the U.S. national debt is about the $27.8 trillion, and there's more stimulus and more debt spending, you know, on, on the way. You know, there's approximately 330 million Americans, that's men, women, and children, so if we take that $27.8 trillion and divide it by the $330 million, that comes to $84,242 per man, per woman, and per child in America. Every day, Tony, we're walking around with $84,000 of debt strapped onto our shoulders. And at some point, 
That will change the way our society functions. At some point, the politicians are going to be forced to deal with it. And unfortunately, the way the politicians deal with it is that they ask we Americans to repay it, you know, through the tax policies. And that's why we believe, you know, higher taxes are just uh, around the corner. Right. Yeah. And so obviously we we assume taxes will go up. Nobody has a crystal ball, but yeah, I mean, that's that's a great point. But what do you mean uh, the way our social, our society functions? Well, our society, we function with the help of social programs like Social Security and Medicare. And as those programs are changed, you know, so do the lives of those who, who depend on them. Uh, let's look at the impact that this overspending, this deficit spending uh, has had and how it impacts these two very important social programs, Social Security and Medicare. Our politicians, Tony, they've spent so unwisely over the years that before COVID, I want to stress that, before COVID, Social Security was projected to run out of funding in the year 2035. Now, due to COVID, that time frame has been shortened to 2031. Pre-COVID, Medicare was projected to run out of funding in 2026, and now that projection has been shortened to 2023. Tony, for Medicare, we're only talking about 32 months or so from now. But what do I mean when I say run out of funding? I don't want that to go undefined. Right. I mean the Social Security and the Medicare trust funds will be empty. So the only thing supporting these programs at that time will be the current tax revenues that are coming into the government coffers each year. You know, in a prior episode, we spoke about the impact of, you know, COVID unemployment. Well, this is a perfect example of why unemployment is so concerning. Uh, We need Americans working. So the tax revenues will be there to support uh, these important programs. Uh, David Walker, as we said, is the former controller of the currency, and uh, he served under both uh, Republican presidency, President Bush, and the, the Democrat presidency of, of President Clinton. And he's a source for much of this information. And here's what he had to say. He said, when the trust funds are emptied, hospitals will see an immediate 10 to 15% reduction in benefits because Medicare Part A is where the hospital reimbursement comes from. And Social Security recipients will see an immediate 20 to 25% reduction in benefits. Tony, most people don't realize it, but for the past several years on our Social Security statements, um, we get that show here's what your expected benefit's going to be at, you know, age 62 or at your full retirement. There's actually been a statement on there from the Social Security uh, Administration, and it's kind of a warning that without action by Congress, without changes, the Social Security Administration only expects to be able to pay out about 79% of those projected benefits by 2034. Now, remember, with COVID, we think that that those are going to be uh, uh, coming into place a little sooner than the 2034. Um, you know, David Walker's analysis, it, it's hard to argue against him. You know, he's um, been in control of uh, those uh, government 
agencies, and, and we'll talk more about his qualifications here uh, in a little bit. Sure. But when the Social Security Administration is telling us that they only think they're going to be able to pay out 79% of the benefits, to me, it sounds like it's a very real issue. Again, it's not my opinion or someone else's opinion. This is the government agency that's responsible for distributing the Social Security checks. And they're saying, we're only going to be able to pay out about 79% of the projected benefits in 2034. Right. And, but that's concerning, obviously. But can we trust those numbers? I mean, who's David Walker? You cited him as the source. Well, as I mentioned, he's the former controller of the currency for the U.S. government. Um, he held that position for 11 years again under both the Bush and Clinton administrations. He's been the head of three different federal agencies. He was a trustee for the Social Security Administration, and as the head of the Government Accountability Office, he was the top CPA, you know, the Auditor General. You might say that he's been Uncle Sam's, you know, CPA. It's been said by, you know, members of both political parties that nobody knows the numbers of the federal government any better than David Walker. And he's also the author of a couple of books our, our listeners might want to read. Uh, the first one is I-O-U-S-A, kind of a play on IOUs. And his second hmm. or, or most recent book is America in 2040. And he poses the question, will America still be a superpower in 2040 and how this debt issue, if we fail to deal with it, uh, can lead to a debt crisis that can change our standing in the world. You know, Tony, all the way back in 2008, when Walker was still serving, he testified to Congress and he told them, unless Congress immediately doubles federal income taxes, that's right, he said, unless you immediately double federal income taxes, we're not going to be able to meet our obligations and promises to the American people. Wow. He told them, the longer you wait to take action, the harder it's going to be to deal with. Well, Tony, you know, we're 12 plus years now, 13 years beyond his testimony, and Congress has done nothing but continue to borrow more money and continue to spend beyond their means and kick the can down the road. Well, many people are feeling like, we're about at the end of that road. We can't continue to kick the can. We're running out of road. So we're going to be forced to deal with it. Um, you know, some of our listeners might recognize uh, a passage from Proverbs 22. It talks about, you know, the rich ruling over the poor. And when we are deeply in debt, you know, we're poor. And the borrower is a slave to the lender. And those principles don't apply just to we as individuals. It applies to, to nations as well. I think it's really revealing that while all of this is transpiring, Tony, we are at a period of historically low federal income tax rates. And I think that's so important, but we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we go? Our, our listeners can give me a call at 812-787-0809. Uh, they can drop me an email at mgraber at compassra.com. And Tony, next week we're going to recommend uh, some books and we're going to give the, the clients uh, that are listening uh, the names of 
uh, these books and some websites, and we're also going to tell them how they can get a copy of a documentary that's titled The Power of Zero, The Tax Train's Coming. So we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. Investment advisory services provided by ChangePath LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and ChangePath LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified Find representatives prior to implementation.